This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds, well, without the computers, talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast as we are back together, Jack Fritz and the guy he does the podcast with. Here yep. to talk to you. Yep. Who are you? Who am I? Uh, you know, let me Jackie Big Time. Let me start off this Jackie uh, Big Time. Let me start off this podcast with an apology. Uh, I made that podcast and and Harper Lena <laughs> Harper Lena about me. I didn't know how to handle the spotlight for the first time in my life. Um, and I completely threw James under the national media bus. Um, it is all on me. Welcome back, James. Uh, a one-week hiatus. Back, I, f- I feel a little hurt, but yeah. I'm okay. I'm yeah. moving forward. No, well, I'm- I mean, as with everything in this podcast, it's, it's the most loving podcast <laughs> in right. podcast history. Uh, and I think we, we both know that it was not meant to it be was not malicious. Intentional. I did, I did enjoy people going after you yes. for it, though. Yeah, well, you know, eventually eventually, people were going to turn on the kid. Uh, it was only about time. <laughs> and this was the start. This Would was the say, start of it. Suck, kid. <laughs> yeah. Dude, honestly, so I felt like- I, I have felt a theory like, about that, I felt too. like I had to be the young guy in the room. Uh-huh. Like, suh is like, sup, basically. Yeah, And, it's, and he's just saying, suh, kid. It's not like he's saying- People thought he was saying, soon, kid. People thought he was saying, suck it. No, it was very clearly, suck. Suck, kid. Suck, you know, come on. Suck, be, kid. Be cooler, Philly Twitter. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? So, James, let me ask you a question. Yes. Let me ask you a question. What paragraph do you think uh, Bryce is on in his Players' Tribune article? <laughs> like, what do you think he's in the fourth paragraph? I think right. he's uh, starting to get it so, out there. So, let's get into this. And he's definitely typing it up, right? I, I mean, well, no. Whoever works for him right. that is hired to write the article right. is typing it up. But yes, yes. Um, you think he's right. talking about cheesesteak spots? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. He's talking about I, running the Rocky Steps? I've been a Pat and Gino's guy my whole life, even uh, if you, I never lived there. I'm telling you one thing. He's going to write about the Broad Street Bullies in that. He loves the Broad Street Bullies. Really? Yeah. He talked that. about that in the past. All right. Yeah. Like he, remember last, remember, like, no one talks, I feel like no one talks about this. Remember last year? Um, so they had an off day on Thursday and the Nationals were in town Friday and Bryce went to the ballpark on that Thursday by himself pretty much and was like, in in the in a box talking about the, about the the Broad Street bullies and stuff, like he hates Philadelphia. Well, obviously, how about that? Jim Salisbury on the midday show today says, "quote unquote," I spoke to people very very close to Bryce Harper. Not true. Shocking. Crazy. Oh my god! I believed Andy Martino. All right, let's dive into this because it has been like. The last two weeks, it felt like, look, we've been, you and I, literally every podcast we do is talking about this. It's talking I mean, about when, when is Bryce Harper going to sign? Can I just say something to yes, Bryce? sure. Uh, Bryce, please. Bryce. Uh, first off, I could really use a beer. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and second off, I just want you to understand something about me and James. Is that, first off, James already isn't sleeping well. He has a, a, a newborn daughter. <laughs> it's not great, guys. Uh, it's not it's, great. It's, I mean, yeah, it's not great. Um, I consistently look incredibly tired. People will come up to me, just people who don't even know me, and be like, wow, you look tired. And I'm like, thanks. Don't ask awesome. if you're doing Okay. Yeah, it's great. yeah, I mean, I feel like I always have to like pick you up every yeah. time I come in here. Um, but it's like, <laughs> well, I'm just the guy you do the podcast with. So. <laughs> Not in that way. I'm going to pick you up emotionally because you're so down. But I'm just saying that, like, Bryce, listen, me and you, like, I wake up every morning and I don't. I usually never roll out of bed. I just usually sleep and sleep and sleep. The only reason I roll over in the morning is to check my phone just in case you sign. A hundred percent. Same thing. You are completely messing with our sleep schedules. Messing with my life. Like every <laughs> literally, if I'm if I'm at home, if I'm you know, sometimes you have a daughter, you have to hold your daughter and you can't be on the Believe phone. Believe it or at the same not, time. yes. You have Crazy to hold your thought. Holding my daughter, so I'll be away from my phone for 
15 minutes, half an hour, whatever. Every freaking time I go to my phone expecting, <laughs> knowing that he didn't, but expecting that that's the moment it finally happened. Like, and then I get mad insane. at myself. I get mad at myself. I'm like, well, if the, like, it's never going to happen. <laughs> we're never, we're never gonna have an emergency podcast. Uh, that that is what Philadelphia Phillies Twitter would have you believe that it's never gonna happen. But Jack, I, I do think that, and l- again, let's get into it because again, a lot has happened, and it does, it does feel at least, and obviously Machado signing, and we'll get into that. You know, does make it feel like all right, it's got to be coming. But outside of that, it does feel like things are starting to coalesce. The more you hear, you the more you're like. Who the hell are Phillies bidding against? Is there even another team with an offer on the table for Bryce Harper? Because it feels like there's no one in the ballpark. Um, how? What is your read over the last couple of weeks? We've had a lot of stuff the last couple of days. Matt Breen today saying they're confident they're going to get him. John Morosi comes out yesterday with the, they're going to uh, release the news three minutes before well, the Machado presser, and Mar- which is tomorrow, right, folks. Right. So uh, He was he was joking uh, around. He was joking. But, but Morosi, he did say today, he, he said, said they're he felt, heavy favorites. Yeah, he said he felt really confident in the Phillies. So where are you at, right? I mean, we've never changed. This podcast has said... Uh, not even this offseason, for like a year and a half since the podcast was incepted that Bryce Harper will be a Philly, nothing has changed for me. Where are you at? I mean, nothing has changed. I, like, we, I think we were the first ones that said, like, mm, I'm not sure Machado is really their main oh, target. Yeah. And that turned out to be true, so good call by us. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm literally just – everything now is just when and not if. Like, And, uh, you know, people melt down every day like, oh, the Padres, maybe they'll get both of them. And I'm like, can we just think for five seconds? First off – Manny Machado's going to trade off that team in, what, three years? Well, Do you think he makes it to the fourth year of that uh, contract? Here's the thing, and I, I, don't, I don't know if I trust the Padres to build it up the right way, but to everyone saying that, the Padres have the best farm system in baseball easily. Like They, are, they have no question about it, the best farm system in the sport. Which they do. So I don't I, disagree. So I, I can understand the idea of getting in on a guy like Machado who's young enough to build that future with. So I'm not going to say, I know that's been a big joke. I think he could actually stay there and they could be a decent team. I don't trust A.J. Preller to build it up yet because all we've seen him do is try and build it up, fail, tear it down, and try and do it again. And he's done a good job with the rebuild. Yeah. But No, I, um, I, obviously I know they have a great I, farm Regardless, system, the point is Manny Machado went somewhere where no one will care about him. No one cares about the Padres. I know. They, they could be the best team in baseball in five years and no one's going to care. So I guess it fits his personality. But And look. I'm not going to kill the guy. $300 million to go live in San Diego? Yeah, I'd do it. Sign me up. Sounds cool. But yeah, we're not knocking him. But, but like you can't, you cannot sit there and tell me that that guy like you think he's breaking down the farm system. Like you think? No, I don't think it. Anything. I'm, I'm they say, gave him three hundred million guaranteed. It had <laughs> like, nothing to do with with his valuation of what they'd be in the future. That guy didn't care. And like that good, guy wanted money. And like good for the Padres and good for their fans. I'm happy that they got him after it's the, the the Chargers left. But you can't tell me that guy's like. Like, oh, we're going to pennant fever. Oh, I can't wait to win World Series after World Series in San Diego. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. And let's get back to Bryce Harper for a second. They've only been to the World Series one time. Yeah. Let's not forget this. One time. Going off of that. Going off of that. Like, Bryce. Bryce. If you are as serious about your seriousness to win, apparently... And if you are, which is all you hear, Tom Verducci just wrote a big piece about how it's all he's ever cared about. The, he had Tom Verducci asked Bryce Harper, "What is the most fun you've ever had playing baseball?" And he said, "Team USA," because they won. And if you care about putting up record numbers and putting up 600 plus home runs, and you care about being a first ballot Hall of Famer, 
Philadelphia is your best chance to do that. Enough with the, well, I don't know if he wants to play there, which I think is ridiculous. Enough of this like speculation of the White Sox, which would be a horrible hitter's ballpark. The Giants, which would be a horrible hitter's ballpark, and they're not signing them anyway. Or the Padres, which is another horrible hitter's ballpark. Like We are the place right now that is going, is going to give Bryce Harper the most money, the best chance to win, and the chance to put up records. Like we are everything, everything is right there for him. And like this whole I'm not sure if he wants to play in the spotlight thing. This guy lives in the spotlight. He's since he was 16 years old. What like, are we talking about? He's gonna here? come to, he's gonna come here with expectations to win a World Series. And and I think he wants to deliver on that thing. Like, I just think everything that has come out recently has really just not been the Bryce Harper we've we've grown to know a little bit. Like there's been no indication he doesn't like playing here. I mean, he literally, the last thing we ever heard about Bryce Harper talking about Philadelphia was when he said that Phillies fans are nicer than Braves and Mets fans. Like, oh man, must hate it here. Hates it. Like, it's just, not, everything that's come out recently is just nothing that coincides with what the, we know about Bryce Harper. You think he's going to the Giants? Do you really think well, he wants to play there? That, first of all, the Giants, top five worst team in baseball right now. And Getting top worse. five worst farm system. I mean, that is it. Uh, uh, they are going to be a wasteland for for five years minimum. That and a, and no Bruce chance. and Bruce Bochy retiring. And yeah, exactly. The one reason you might want to go there is the the Hall of Fame manager. He's retiring at the end of the year. And oh, by the way, they're not giving him a long term contract. There is no chance unless Bryce Harper gets offered three hundred million dollars for three years or something like that. Like, there's no way that he is signing a short term contract. It's just not happening. All that's where you come down to this is is when you look at everything that's coming out. There have only been five teams that have been connected to Bryce Harper through this whole thing. The Phillies, the Nationals, the White Sox, the Padres, the Giants. That's it. No other team has been mentioned. Unless there's some team. like Unless there's uh, some team it? has the best, <laughs> tightest front office in the history of sports that it has not leaked at any point throughout this 112-day process or whatever it is. They have the greatest. Like they, it, They're Fort Knox, if that's the case. And that is so unlikely it's the case. None of these teams are getting Bryce Harper. The Nationals made it very clear he's not coming. In. You might say, right. and, and and look, I mean, de- I will say though, I will say, I know you, I know the Nationals, but it's just that Ted Lerner is ninety two years old, and, and he's not going to live around. No, it. and 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 I think that's the best argument is that the last minute he comes back in, but. I, I think it's highly unlikely, especially when you look at the offer just came out that the three hundred yeah. million they offered him was a hundred million deferred money. That's like two hundred fifty million. Like that's not even close in real day dollars. And if you're Bryce Harper, if you're Bryce Harper, don't you kind of view that as a bit of a slap in the face? Like for the the team that you grew up Absolutely with. Absolutely, you do. They, they basically lowballed you, and then the teammates are kicking you on the way out. Yep. Like I'm just saying that. And and a step further, they go sign Patrick Corbin. Like they will be in luxury tax. Hell, for years and years and years and years if they sign Bryce Harper. Is Patrick Corbin our Cliff Lee signing? Well, how about this? Patrick Corbin looks like the biggest winner of this offseason. Patrick Corbin's contract to get it done when he got it done to get what he got. I mean, Dallas Keuchel, look, Patrick Corbin is younger and better than Dallas Keuchel, but Dallas Keuchel is going to get a two, three-year deal for, for $15, 20000000 million a year, best case. Patrick Corbin got $140 million. Patrick I- Corbin struck at the exact right time with the exact right team. That contract is not going to age well. And he's the winner of this offseason. Patrick Corbin is going to get paid $35 million a year when he's 36 years old. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, it's insanity. (laughs) So I really, I think it's unlikely, Washington. We mentioned the Giants, the Padres, as you said. San Diego, I love how John Heyman's like, the Padres still might be willing to. Everybody who covers the team, Kevin Acey, like Dennis Lynn, like all these Padres reporters are like, "Uh, yeah, they're not signed. They're out. 
they're out on Harper. Let me ask you something. Do you think that Scott Boris owns John Heyman's phone and has his login? Oh, I don't even know if there is a John Heyman. <laughs> I think it's just a Scott Boris burner account. Hmm, so John Heyman may not be a real person. May not be a real person. We cannot confirm. It's a Scott Boris burner <laughs> account. Tonight. Well, Scott's got a lot of burner accounts. Andy Martino's a burner account. You know, he's got his he's got his burner accounts out there. Andy Martino. You know, how about Andy Martino putting out the whole you know he doesn't want to be your thing, and then people dig and find the tweet where he put out like a few days before Machado signs. Word is Machado doesn't want to go to the Padres. Doesn't like San Diego. Whoa, really? He's officially that guy. That worked out. That's, that's um, the official guy. I do have a theory, though, because I agree with you. And I think that we've, throughout this whole process, there are a few narratives that I hate. And I'm going to get into one later about the asinine idea that some people all of a sudden feel like Bryce Harper's not that good a player. We'll get into that. Because <laughs> that has if, been a narrative that has been driving me crazy. But I want to get to this one first. Sports Talk Radio. Yes. <laughs> Scott Boris, first and foremost, when a player signs on with Scott Boris, Scott Boris says to them, you're going to let me do my job. And you're going to stay in the background. That's the way I do things. And Scott Boris, clearly the best who has ever done it. Bryce Harper has nothing to do with this stuff. Bryce Harper is not the one calling Andy Martino and saying, hey, bro, put this out for me. Or picking up his own John Heyman phone and tweeting out John Heyman. Yeah. Like, Bryce Harper, and here's my theory. Back to the suck, kid, and all that. Okay. And the liking of Hoskins tweet and all that. I think that Harper has known it's the Phillies. I think they're working out the details. Boris is trying to push him up, whatever. And I think that is Harper's way of saying to fans, to the team, whatever, I'm psyched, guys. I want to be there. This isn't me. This process is going on. Suck, kid. Let's go. I'm ready. This will be done like soon. It. That's a, my my little pet theory I like on it. it. It's a good one, right? I like it. Because I, I, I do believe that Harper, this is not Bryce Harper doing all this stuff. No, I agree. And I, and I think, I, I don't... I never bought the Hoskins and Harper are going to troll Philadelphia. It's a, why would why would Reese do that? Like he's he's here for a long time, no matter what. I mean, it's crazy. And talk. he's the face of the team. Yes, and he's the face of the and team. Actually, seems like a great guy too. So yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I I agree with you. I think that's an interesting theory. Um, and everything that is being put out right now is just it's just all Boris. It, everything <laughs> it's, right now it's like blatant Boris. It's, it's annoying. Yeah, it, it is. I, I am not enjoying my Scott tweeted, Boris yes, experience. I. We've never been in this spot before. Well, because, J.D. Drew it was the last one. Right. But that was a different situation because we friggin' drafted the guy. And it was like, oh, not playing there. I'm right. so glad I wasn't this alive This is a different thing in the sense that like, I was alive, we have not been a part of... It was awful. I was there. It was terrible. I, I, I still hate J.D. Drew. To this day, I hate that guy just because of that. Senior year of college? <laughs> <laughs> um... To my point, um, we have not been a part of this, like going after a bit like JD Martinez for Boston last year. I guarantee you, Boston fans hate Scott Boris after that. Like, this is an awful process. Uh, speaking it is of the worst, speaking of JD Martinez, uh, 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 someone brought back up the old things of, of this time around this time last year. Want to be in Boston? When he was putting out JD Martinez is fed up with the Red Sox, yeah. and he's looking to sign elsewhere. <laughs> well, it is amazing if you go back and look at what Boris does year after year after year after year. It is very consistent, and yet. And yet, he always wins. And I do think, all right, interesting thought I had. And okay. I want to get your thoughts on this. Because I think that it seems that so far, Matt Klentag and John Middleton have done a very good job of holding their ground in this situation. Might have res misread the Machado market. Might have just not wanted to be in the Machado market. I don't know. Yeah. But with this Harper situation, it does seem like they're playing hardball. They're playing it tough. Although I think today, today the Matt Breen yes, piece. Yes, where he said, hey, they, they know public perception is a part of it. And that's where you kind of. I, I think they might have blinked. Today. I think so too. And that's where I'm going because, like, ultimately, I'm almost okay with it in the sense that, look, you don't want to let Scott Boris win. And you certainly don't want to let Scott Boris win big. But you also don't want to 
piss Scott Boris off, right? And you also don't want to piss off Bryce. Yeah, well, that too. Like, you don't want to you be want like... You want to be happy coming here. You want to be like, this team cheat me out of what I deserve. Right, and that, that's where I think Arietta. I think he came in last year like, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. You know what I, you know what I mean? clearly was not. Yeah, he and, was... And Klintak kind of beat Boris in that one, too. I know the contract doesn't look it, but when... What Boris was looking for at the start of that offseason, that Jake Arrieta contract was nowhere near what he expected to get him. No, not at all. So, you know, I honestly, I can't get this out of my head. This is all I've been thinking about the last, like, 24 hours. Is that right now, doesn't it feel like the, the, the last poker scene in Rounders between Teddy KGB mm-hmm. and Mike McDermott? <laughs> Pay him. Yeah, that's what it looks. Pay that man is But it's uh, that's exactly. I mean, it is. It's it's the same exact I'm thing. Just bu- hold on, I just gotta bust out my Oreos. One sec. One I know, sec. but like, look at this gif. You go gif. I go gif. I say gif. But look at that. <laughs> he starts throwing it at Clintax's face. Yeah. Throws the chips at Clintax's face because Clintax's gonna win. Uh, but I think, listen, ultimately, ultimately, this is the best thing for both sides. Like they're gonna get they're gonna get the most money from the Phillies, and the Phillies need Bryce Harper the most. So like. Can we just come together and say 10 years, 340 or something like yeah. that? Yeah, well, look, I think you can even go 10 years, 346 or whatever, and you get past the granky AAV. You Keep both the, sides happy. The most ever and the highest AAV ever, and it's done. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. With the new CBA coming, which is something's absolutely going to happen, as we can see by this whole process, that baseball is not going to continue on the way it's been. Although Machado got $300 million. He did. But at the same time, like there's still a lot of really talented players out on the market. And it's not even the whole, like it's that this process, and it's not just free agency. There are a lot of issues that the players' union has with baseball, and baseball has with the players' union. Beside the point, this contract will age well. This contract in five years, Bryce Harper's not going to be the highest paid player in baseball anymore. And obviously Mike Trout will be at some point along there. But but this contract, when you look at the numbers, again, like the, Zach Greinke makes $34 million a year. Zach Greinke. And we're, we're freaking out about giving Harper 35 I know. I, you know what I mean, though? Like, I, I feel like people get so flummoxed by the sticker price, by the, ho, ho, look at how many hundreds of millions of dollars that is, when in actuality, in baseball terms and where the game is headed, it's the right, it's the right price. Yeah, and and, and in a couple of years, I mean, what Mookie's gonna get forty? Mookie will get more. Trout will get more. I mean, who knows? I don't think the whole Lindor, Nolan, Nolan the whole, and I love Nolan Arenado. As you know, I've had Nolan Arenado on my keeper fantasy league team since he was a rookie. I'm as big a Nolan Arenado fan as you're gonna find. Yeah, the whole Nolan Arenado was way better than Bryce Harper thing. Is crazy to me. Nolan Arenado is a great player, and yes, the best defensive third baseman in baseball, very likely. Bryce Harper is a better bet. Bryce Harper is two years younger. Bryce Harper is also not playing his games in college. You look at the home road splits for Nolan Arenado. He's a Arenado. 787 road He's OPS. He's a 787 road OPS. He's like a, a, a well over 1,000 home OPS. I mean, this is a drastic thing. It matters. The the Bryce Harper is a better free agent. He is a better bet long term than Nolan Arenado. And people make it out like, oh, just, just wait for Arenado and you can get him next year. I, the whole wait for everybody thing. The whole like, oh, just, and look, you and I are the kings of the Bring My Trout to Philadelphia bandwagon. That is our thing. Yeah. But the whole like, oh, don't sign Harper because you, you're going to get Trout in two years is also asinine. You can there get both. So bad narrative. <laughs> yes. It, it's it's you're again, allowed to do that and again and again and Mike Trout is a specific example that we both agree we think he wants to be here and will they will someday be here but well did I you mean, see his thing this week people don't know what if he resigns what if he this what if he that like there's so many things that could happen and yes you mean I'm a fi- <laughs> Eagles fan um I'm a Phillies <laughs> yeah so I, I just think that there have been so many what if he told his Roy Halladay story that that moment well uh, did you notice this by the way what Guess how many players on Twitter that Bryce Harper follows? Follows one. Just one. I know. They're best friends. 
I know. And they're going to be, listen, I, 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 this may sound rash, and this may sound, <laughs> this may sound overreactive. Okay. I don't care about an Eagles Super Bowl. If Carson Wentz sucks for the rest of his career, I don't care. All I want in the rest of my life is a Trout wow. Harper. I know I'm 24. Wow. I know I have a lot to live. Yeah. It's the only thing I want in the for the rest of my sports life. Wow. Is for Mike Trout, rash. Mike rash. Trout, and but Bryce I, Harper. I, I get where you're coming from. I would take that over a Super Bowl. The Eagles, another. Uh, no other sports team this town could win for the next 60 years, except for the Phillies. Bring me Bryce Harper <laughs> and, and, and Mike Trout. Like I, I, for as big of a Carson Wentz guy as I am, rash, but yeah, for as big like he could be RG three for all I care. Oh man! Like I, that you is love the only. Carson, what is going on this is here? The, this is the only thing I care I about. It. The thing that also cracked me up. I didn't like realize how thick Mike Trout's Philly accent was. Oh yeah, he sounds like, like a Philly dude. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like I just saw you at Wawa. Yeah. Who are you? What's up, bro? <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh man, like it's literally like feed me that, feed yeah. me that. Like I, I need it. Like I need oxygen. All right, um, Machado. We didn't really kind of get into the Machado signing itself. Ten years, three hundred million. Looks like no deferred money, all guaranteed. Manny Machado did pretty well for himself here. I'm shocked he got there. Yeah, me too. I can't believe it. Great job by Dan Lozano. Do you have any misgivings or sadness about it? Was there anything like, obviously we both wanted Harper. We said that. We would have taken Machado too, whatever. But when you saw the news, did it scare you at all? Did it make you feel better? Are you okay with it? Where do you come down the whole Machado signing? Well, I just wish Harper signed first. Like, just to get it out I of the way. The le- and, and I think it gives him more leverage. I really do. Like, I think that you said this to me before, but I think that Boris would have preferred. The whole narrative in the offseason was, you don't want to be the one to sign first. Well, guess what? Manny Machado signed first. Bryce Harper's out there. He has the leverage. Yeah, and I think Klintak did a nice job uh, uh Toning that down on the, the leverage a little bit with his walking away comment. Yeah. And Maybe everyone, a little clinical, but, I, yeah, but I, like, I got what he was saying. I think he, look, I think that people are not ready for the way that Matt Klintak talks and Gabe Tapler talks and all these people talk in this city that the new regime of Phillies baseball, they're more analytically inclined and they're going to talk that way. And I think it drives people away, I, not us, but I think it drives people away. I got it. I think this is what happened this offseason. Mm-hmm. I think the Phillies came into this offseason. I think Middleton, McPhail, Klentak got together. And I think Middle I think I think McPhail and Klentak said to, to said to John Middleton, we think Machado is a better player. And I think Middleton said, Okay, try to get him. But I think they had a walking away point for Manny Machado. And I think Middleton loves Bryce Harper so much that he doesn't have a walking play. Yeah, away point. I don't I- the whole like front office was split. I could see, look, McPhail drafted Machado. I could see that there's some sort of bias right. there. But I also think that when you're a baseball organization and you're signing someone to this type of contract. No, but what I mean is that I think Middleton wasn't enthralled with Machado. Oh, I agree with and that. And I think that he had a, he said, if you can get him for under this price, ah, I'm, not going, I'm not going over this price where he will go over and above and I beyond for, for I, Bryce and Harper. And I agree with the, he will go above and beyond. And I think part of it too is we both think Harper, the better player, the better long-term bet. Well, the better ceiling. offensive player. Better off. It's a good way to put it. But still, I think the better long-term bet, the higher ceiling, all that. But, I mean, you can't discount if you are the owner of a franchise what that guy does for your team from a face of the team perspective as well. Like that is that goes into it. It's not Machado like Machado or Harper. Harper I'm talking about. Yeah. Like like 
Manny Machado, and I know they said this, like, and I was, I don't know if I love the comment, but like, they're worried about a signing guy, 300 million, him coming here and getting booed on opening day. That's listening to us too much. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> my point. I don't like that at all. And Manny Machado would not have gotten booed on opening day, let's be real. It would be a golf clap. It, it would be, it, no, I think it'd be louder than that, but at the same time, the, what would happen is the first time he didn't run out of ball, everyone would uh, melt freaking down. murder him. It'd be melt but down. I do think that Harper, Harper's the face of baseball right now, or one of the two faces of baseball, certainly the most famous player. And I think that that, that is something you do have to consider when weighing these two guys. Yeah, from and an I, organizational standpoint, and as I, John Middleton, and I think Middleton, the business guy, um, I think he sees the the potential of adding Bryce Harper to this this stadium, this fan base, getting them re-energized. Like the Phillies, for a long time, have seen have seemed tone deaf in listening to the fans mm-hmm. and and getting what they want. And this is the first time where I'm like, listen, this fan base really wants Bryce Harper. I think Machado and Harper are kind of similar. Like if we're at the end of the day, like I don't think anyone's either one's super greater than the other. I think Machado's obviously an unbelievable defensive player and whatnot, but Harper's upside offensively is it's crazy. It's a Hall of Fame caliber offensive piece. It's it's an inner circle Hall of Fame Correct. caliber and I, piece. And I think Middleton, the businessman, looked at this and said, he's gonna sell, he's gonna hit a lot of home runs, and he's gonna he's gonna bring people to the ballpark. People go to watch Bryce Harper play baseball. They like watching Machado play baseball, but he's a very like I don't know. It's like wow, great play by Machado, but yeah, I'm not. It's I'm not, not sexy. shelling out a hundred. I'm, I'm not shelling out 150 dollars to go watch Manny Machado play baseball. Um, although I, I think all beat writers in this town would do that for Freddie Galvis to play defense, but <laughs> we, we won't talk about that. Oh, I heard. <laughs> I, I think I heard someone say he's the best defensive shortstop in baseball. So one one beat writer, not Andrelton Simmons. One beat writer told me they would take Freddie Galvis over Andrelton Simmons. Yeah, well, well, he's not on the beat anymore, so we don't have to talk about that. But um, uh, and, and regardless, <laughs> has clearly never watched Andrelton Simmons play like, a game. Uh, the, the, I, I mean, honestly, when the Machado thing came down, I started freaking out. Not because I never thought they were not going to get Bryce Harper, but from the fact of like the fact of like, oh my god, like all the pressures on them now. Yeah, like they need to get this done because like this is this is the play that Boris was waiting for. And so yeah, there was of course a minor freak out. I think like I've been confident this whole time, and I still even when it was all going down, I just trust John Middleton so much. Like you don't make the comments of I'm gonna get this trophy yeah. uh, trophy back or die trying. Yeah, and you don't say we're gonna be stupid about it. Like I, everyone's killed him for that comment. And look, if they don't get anybody, rightfully so, it's gonna it's gonna haunt him as a comment. But I don't think he makes that comment. And then doesn't pay Bryce Harper. Know. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I'll take it a step further, too. I don't think when I saw the Manny Machado news, one of my first thoughts was no way the Phillies let that dude walk away if they don't feel incredibly confident they're signing Bryce Harper. They had the opportunity to match and they said no. Yep, exactly. And that's a big piece of it. Like, that matters. They said no to the guy that they reportedly wanted all offseason. That's why I think that the Phillies, that, the, that Middleton had a walking away point. Whereas I don't think there's a walking away point for Bryce Harper because I think Middleton wants Harper that much. So what do you think it is? What's your guess? What's the contract when it comes out? <sighs> I saw Buster only say there could be a four in it. Yeah, but the way he I I know I don't think there I don't think it's four hundred million. Well, I'm no, just saying no, no. I'm just putting telling people what's out there. No, no, but I, the way he worded it was like one of it was hilarious. He's like one of Scott's people in the media. I know it's such a shot. <laughs> He's like one of Scott's little minions will put this out. But I, she I, just said when John Heyman puts this out. Right. I, I could see realistically. Realistically, I could see. I could see ten. I could see ten three forty something, and then two opt in years or two opt out years that gets it to four hundred. Oh, I like that. That's a really good call. So thirty five a year, 35. 12, 12 for four hundred essentially as the sticker price. I agree with you. Yeah. I was thinking ten for three fifty, but I love that call of the extra couple of years. They could be discounted years gets four hundred. Yeah, I, I think, think I think there could be opt in. I years. think that's a really strong call for that how could this be the, could play out. That could be the four hundred million because it's for. one of those things where you know you got to look at it and then you got to. 
wait for the details because just because it says 12 year 400 million doesn't mean it's really a 12 year 400 million. Oh, and by the way, if what happened with the Machado stuff happened here. Oh, where the team comes out. <laughs> oh, can you imagine the Philly sign? All right, so let's say Jim Salisbury says, hey guys, the Philly sign Bryce Harper. And then five minutes later, Middleton's coming out, McClintock's coming out, me like, hey guys, we didn't sign him. This didn't happen. We're, we're, we're working on it. I would lose my mind. I would, I would be, then I would curl up in a ball <laughs> in the side of the studio and just lay there in a fetal position. <laughs> I know. Uh, we're, we're 27 minutes into this podcast. What uh, paragraph do you think Bryce Harper's on in his player <laughs> in his player's Tribune well, article? If Bryce is writing it. It's probably taking a lot longer. You if it's he, the guy who's, who's uh, right, ghostwriting. So do you it. think he's telling the ghostwriter like, uh, all right, mention the Rocky steps, uh, mention Gabe, mention how yes. the fan, like you think that's where he's at right I now? I really enjoyed meeting Jack Middleton. Yes, what a great Change guy! Can't wait to play for that guy. Now, now this is going to be very important. I need you to answer this as honest as you possibly can. Well, I try to always be honest, but I, I will try to be extra honest now, Jack. Is he going to mention Harper Lent or? I think he has to, right? I think at his press conference. Hey, I, I, what I figured, opening line, hey guys. Harper, I'm only here. Harper Lent is over. <laughs> Boom. Have some beers. Harper Lent is over. Have a beer on me, baby. Do you think that if I showed up to the press conference, he would recognize me? Jackie Big Time is back. Listen, I- It only took 28 minutes since the beginning of the pod. <laughs> Jackie Big Time is back. Can, can I just say something very serious? You, have- you just go and be like, hey, me and the guy I did the podcast yeah. with want to ask you a question, Bryce. <laughs> I have to tell you something that yes. I uh, I don't think I've texted you yet. Ooh. And this is just for us, me, you, and the High Hopes listeners. Kayla Harper is aware of the videos. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was no comment, but I know that she is made aware of, of them. They, they were forwarded to her from someone who we may know. Who we may know. <laughs> How about that? So How about that? So embarrassing. Kayla's gonna come here and be like, "What? What the hell's wrong with you people?" She's gonna, do I get a restraining order? I think she's probably already got one. Do I? Have to possible. Do, do I do have to do walk-in videos every week now? <laughs> for, for, by the way, by the way, I don't know what I'm gonna give up for Trout Lent. <laughs> I can't. I can't even think of something big enough. Like I don't. I don't have anything. My daughter, maybe. Trout Lent. Shout out to everyone for Arbor Lent. By the way, I mean we had some of the most creative, awesome. The uh, co- like we had someone who said he was going to stop taking care of his child. That was real respect. I feel bad Please. for the, the mother. <laughs> Please Maybe go back take to- care of your child. The one who sent the video of him where he's petting the dog and he's like, "I'm stopping to pet my dog." Dog, and he's like, "No." It was. I thought that was really funny. We had some great stuff. So yeah, and the, you guys are the best. Uh, Joe Washflick sent a video to Marks and Reese for the winner, and it was like him yelling about sweet tea and how he's not drinking until Bryce signs. It was all great. It's it was a beautiful. It was thing. a lot of fun. So. Um, We'll start working on Trout Lent now. Yes. Um, hopefully Harper Lent comes sign to it. Hopefully Harper Lent comes to an end someday, ever at this point. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited though. Like I, I don't know. I think we've run out of words for the emergency podcast. It might just be heavy breathing and yelling. Uh, dude. Okay. So again, back to the since the inception of this podcast, we've been waiting to do a Bryce Harper podcast. Yeah. Since we started talking about the Phillies together over a year and a half ago, whatever it was, we have been talking about the Bryce Harper emergency podcast. When it finally comes, I don't, I, I don't even know what to say. I know. Well, you know what it might be? A lot of yelling excitement. I think we should just do it now. Like, Do you want to just do our soapbox thing about how, uh, all right, 10-year contracts work when the guy's 26? Yes. Should we just like, all right, so let's just do this now, James. For the, all right, 
you, I want you, if you have a friend out there who is leery of Bryce Harper, yeah. And if you have a friend who's like, Meh, I don't know if he's that good. Listen, I want you to cut this part of the podcast. Ooh, I like this. And send it to him. Whew, you're, we're asking you to do a lot of work here, but we always ask him to do a yes, lot of work. Listen, if you want to be a listener's podcast, you got to put in some of the work. <laughs> you hold your weight, all right? <laughs> For, Carry your weight. Here. Jeez. Uh, listen. First, first narrative we would like to dispel. Yes. Ten-year contracts work when the guy is 26 years old. Mm-hmm. If you mention the name Albert Pujols to me one more freaking time, I'm gonna lose my mind. He was I'm 31. Gonna, he was 31. He was five years older than Bryce Harper. What are we talking about here? And oh, by the way, the prime five years of a guy's life. I, I so with you. 26. This is such a difference maker. And he's 26 all season. He has never played a game in Major League Baseball at the age of 26 yet. He's that young. This guy. He's a, a school year. Older than Scott Kingry, who we're not even sure is good. Jack, I'm old enough to be his father. All right? (laughs) Almost. Maybe. I don't know. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. Okay. Um, Let's dispel another miss. I mean, you are what? 37. All right. Yeah, good. Let's dispel another miss. Oh, Bryce Harper is just not that good. Yes, he is. What are we talking about here? What are we talking about? Did you know he's one of the 12 highest home run totals of anyone through their age 25 season? Mm, Guess sure? what? Nine of those other guys, high-level Hall of Famers, and the other two are Alex Rodriguez and Andrew Jones. Bryce Harper, a, a guy this age again, Alex Rodriguez is the only comparable guy. No one else this age with this much baseball left in him who has been this good already and has the ceiling this guy has has ever been a free agent before. And he is on the market now, and he's a, he's going to be a bargain for what he is, regardless. But uh, Bryce Harper is such a good hitter. And also, the whole, like, oh, well, he hit 243 last year. He was injured for the first half of the season, and he was awesome after that. Like, can we stop? Uh, the, can we stop with the Bryce Harper well, isn't a good the, player? The funniest part about the batting average truthers is they they round down his numbers. Oh, it's great. So, like, he, first of all, he batted 249 well, and last they, year. Uh, they also, yes. And they also and they say, love they to, say he's batted 240. They also love to say two out of the last three years he batted under 250 or whatever when saying, oh, why don't you go back the fourth year when he batted 330 and 319 in between. So he's batted 330 and 319 two of the last four years. Why don't you say that instead of saying, oh, under 250 two of the last three years? Also, yeah, that was part of my soapbox. Is that like, like the one good year, or whatever? Like the the 2015 season was an outlier, and 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 they they bring up the freaking he does he hasn't hit over 100 RBI or 30 home runs. Oh, only God. done that once in his career. Do some freaking research and look up his year in 2017 where he batted 330 or whatever. Listen, the guy had 2987 RBI. Like, are we kidding me? Oh, here, how about this? I got another thing for you as John Marks walks in the studio. Uh, Negative Nancy Uh, John Marks. Guess what? Guess what doesn't matter? RBI. Meaningless stat. It's a useless stat. He missed 50 games. All right? Marks, you going to come in here and and crap all over this? Jack and the other guy? What's up, guys? (laughs) That's how I opened the podcast. Jack and the other guy. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I... So I, you're I, out on... The most recent John Mark's take is he's done with it. He doesn't even want Bryce Harper anymore. This, a, is, this is a podcast, so you can be... You don't have to do it. What do you do over there? A slice of this is that I have a lot of frustration <laughs> with with what's going on here because I know, I know the best offer on the table right now is the Phillies. I know that there's nobody else out there that's going to offer a better contract, Correct. but Scott Boris continues to do what he's doing. I, honest to God, the, the more I think about it, the less I want, I want Bryce Harper. A guy like that that's always only interested in the most years and the most mo- most money, 
Like we're talking about 162 games. What baseball season. player who is a ma- a big time free agent is not interested in the most money? In but the most some, years. but some guys also say, you know what? I'm going to sign a contract extension with the with the the team that I'm already playing with. It's not like the Nationals offered him chop liver. It's not like a Le'Veon oh, Bell like situation where they were deferred. They, they were like 240 million essentially, 250. I, million. I had heard two. I had heard 284. But besides that, yeah. Well, that it, was if, when it was originally some deferred money that came out. There was a hundred million deferred. So it's essentially like 240. Well, I heard. I, I, I was paying attention to what Bob Nightingale said, which was probably wrong. So, so you said what Scott and, Boris was said. I got you. It, okay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but it, here's where I am with Harper. Right now, there's the best offer on the table right now is the Phillies. Yes. And it's probably under $300 million, which Scott Boris will not take. He won't play the entire year if that's the case. But at some point, if you're going to do the 10-year $300 million contract, fine. Do the contract. But I'm not going up to 330 just because he wants us to. John has a radio show to do. All right, see you. <laughs> see you, John. That's good anyway. We didn't need Marks in here. In the negative Nancy crap. <laughs> I don't, I don't want know. I don't Bryce know what Harper. To say. And then what, you really think that the Phillies haven't offered ten three hundred? Really? <laughs> I know. Come on, John. Well, listen, there's there's a reason why I only came back once. We 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 theoretically, because we love our listeners, should edit that out, but we're not going to. We're, we're going to make that stand on its own. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so let's get back to the positives. That yeah. they're, they're not cra- They're not Looney Tunes. Um, so the the whole like he gives them over hundred RBI or thirty home runs or whatever. Like, do you really? He, he played one hundred and eleven games. Do you really think that he played a full season or whatever? He doesn't one more home oh, run God. or thirteen more RBIs. Oh, that's insanity. And again, <laughs> RBI I'm, I'm not a meaningless stat, but for the most part, it is a stat that is dependent upon other players. It is not a true representation of a player's skill or ability. Or whatever. I know they're always like, oh, well, you got to drive runners in. Like, yeah, sure, you got to drive runners in. Guess what? Runners actually have to be on base for you to drive them in. And you know what he's going to do here with Andrew McCutcheon and Gene Segura and Reese Hoskins and JT oh, Real Muto around him? Oh, man. He's going to drive runs in. Like, that's how it's going to work. So that let's, is how it's going to work. So let's all, like, relax there for five seconds. Uh, another another soapbox thing I want to get on is mentioning Bryce Harper's war last year. And let me. Oh, d- I wanted to get on this, too, on, yeah, the, on let, the fielder part of this me, as let well, me just, Let me just tell you, you, you something here. Is that he was playing? Ooh, he's playing center field. Jack's a rookie at this. He so. was playing center field for a lot of the year, and he was also playing right field. That's where, where was he was get. trying to not get hurt, as he's about to get the biggest contract in baseball history. And again, he was playing center field. Like, what are we talking about here? Guess what? Bryce Harper is not that good at center fielder. It's like putting Nick Williams in center exactly. Field. He's a right fielder, and I think you should look at it. It's the fact that he was even able to be like somewhat okay in center field is a positive for how good a fielder he is because it's a freaking right fielder what are we talking about i people never mention that people are like a oh, worst fielder in baseball last year well, how was our he was left play- fielder he, they, <laughs> true no. they, they don't mention that he was freaking playing another position for like 60 games it's, like it's it's insane it, I, i'm so tired of it it's just and yes you're right a lot it's not our beautiful wonderful listeners it's a lot of the people who call sports radio shows and all that yeah, stuff. The, 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 let's just be honest with the people James and I are very frustrated with how people talk about Bryce Harper on the station. Yes. And we are venting to you our personal soapboxes that none of you are on, but you can use this in your arguments against your friends. That's what I like doing. I like providing information that you can argue with your friends about. It's very magnanimous of you. Yeah, thank you very much. Here's another one that I want to dispel. Bryce Harper's never done anything in the playoffs. I, I hate that one, too. First off, He had two homers in one game in a playoff game. Not that that matters. a clinching game, but whatever. And, like, and like, like... Baseball is a in, like it's not an individual sport. He's played 19 games in the playoffs. Like let's, so, let's too, like let's not like freak out. That's nothing. Also, 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 if you think he sucks in the playoffs, 
what do you think about Mike Trout? Do you want to pay him? Because he's played in three games. He's bad to 87. Yeah. So let's let's calm down. Uh, and, and as a 21 year old in 2014, does this sound does this sound good to you? Um, he batted 294, the 360 OBP, an OPS of 1250, and three home runs. Pretty, Pretty good, good for for 21 year old. And yeah, again, I'll take that, that. And again, that point, I don't think you can underrate, overrate, whatever you want to say. Enough. The fact that he was 21 years old playing in the playoffs. Yeah. Like I mean, that is doesn't happen. In the, it doesn't happen very often. In the in the LDS last year against the Cubs, his biggest home run in his life was off of Carl Edwards Jr. to tie the game up in the eighth inning of a I don't know what game. I like it was. Carl Edwards Jr. too. Yeah, he's great, yeah. but like it was it was it was the eighth inning to tie the game up in a big moment. He came up big and he had the dope bat flip. Like like who like I, his numbers aren't great in the playoffs, but like it's such a like who has outside of Jeter. Who only had so many opportunities because he was in the world's in the playoffs all the time, mm-hmm. like it just it's baseball. Like it, it, now it's how specialized it is. Like it's hard to make your mark in the playoffs. Like and who cares? Like that's just such a it's such again, a simpleton way to look at again, uh, evaluate it, a player. We're talking about an incredibly small sample size, nineteen games. That is like the first three weeks of a season. Let's not get carried away with that. And we're also talking about a guy who was playing in the playoffs in his early twenties. This guy's going to be better. He's going to get better. We have seen, we have not seen the best Bryce Harper yet, based on history and the way people age and what ages they have their best season. Like we haven't seen the best Bryce Harper yet. This was good. This is cathartic. It, it, it is literally. There's so many bad narratives out there. It's it's almost like all this time has just gotten people to find anything they can to freak out about or to get angry about. But that's not what we do here, Jack. No. And, and that's also, not what our awesome listeners do. And let's also let's also factor in that he's played a lot of his career in Nationals Park, and he'll be coming here. Like he's oh, he's man. already on pace to be in the Hall of Fame home run wise, and he's played in a bad hitter's ballpark. And now he gets to come here. Like let's just instead of finding a reason to not like the guy, let's get super excited. Yes, about that's what I'm talking the face about. Face of baseball. I don't get it. Like I don't get. Like I know this process sucks, and I I understand how people are mad. at at Scott Boris or at the Bryce Harper camp or whatever you want to call it. I get it. I understand. Look, this sucks. We've talked about it. We, we hate this. We hate this waiting process, this whole thing. It is it is taking years off my life, it feels like. But that doesn't mean that when this guy comes here, when this guy signs, that you shouldn't be over the moon that the Phillies just got one of the best players in the sport heading into the prime years of his career. And oh, by the way, he's also the face of baseball. Get excited about it. And also, as Jack said before, and if you read anything about Bryce Harper, and actually not just like base it on, you know, BS things that you just guess or, oh, I've watched him play and he loafed a ball out or whatever it is. Everything you read about the guy is that he wants to win, that he's always wanted to win since he was a kid. That's the reason he went to Juco. He left He left college, high school at 16 so that he could get in the draft a year early just to start his clock, to start his career. This guy is driven. This guy is well, his whole life. He's going to make a lot of money, too. True. <laughs> no, no, that's a part. But I'm saying this guy is driven. This is not someone who, you know, there's been a, a path for Bryce Harper his whole life since he was a kid. There's been a path that he has followed, and he's at the point now where he can maximize on that from a financial perspective, but he still wants to max on, maximize on it from a career perspective, from a winning perspective. He talks about that stuff all the time. And James, I'm going to leave you with one thing. Can't wait. Highest slugging percentage in Citizens Bank oh, Park history. I saw history. this. This is great. Number one, Bryce Harper at 564. Is that good? And number two, Reese Hoskins at 562. <laughs> like, Let's go. Go to bed at night. And think about a real Muto, Harper, Hoskins, 
middle of the lineup and just be happy about it. All right, Jack. Any uh, like general other thought? I know we we just spent 42 minutes talking just Bryce Harper. And he hasn't which even is, signed yet. Which is awesome because that's all I want to do, and I think that's what people want to hear. But any other quick uh, Phillies notes? Spring training beginning. Like Things are starting to get going down there. Yeah, it's crazy that there's actually baseball going on. Uh, we should talk about... Uh, Odubel looks like about, not well, a huge deal. You worry a little bit about second. the hamstring, but not a huge deal, it seems. One second. Let's talk about... Um, uh, Keuchel and Kimbrell with, oh, with yeah, Heyman. Heyman came out last night when it was which a not we've expected. It was a not crappy tweet by John Heyman, which was surprising. Sure, <laughs> kind of not crappy. Yeah. Um. So he came out last night and said that they're fully focused on Harper and and then said something like, "If they one don't- of the two essentially it was it." He implied that if either way, whether they get Harper or not, but that Dallas Keuchel or Craig Kimbrell could be in their sights, and he implied that Keuchel probably higher on their list because they've already short up the bullpen. Yeah, and like they just don't Craig Kimbrell's a Hall of Fame closer and he's good. But like eh, he's close to Hall of Fame. I don't know if he's Hall of Fame. He's been the best closer in base. Whatever. Uh, I mean Chapman was better a couple years. Edwin Diaz might have been better last year. I don't know. Track record, he's been around. I'm not all right. Let me rephrase this this discussion from a different point. Wagner. Mariano he's like Rever- Wagner. I think Mariano Rivera should be the only closer in the Hall of Fame. So okay. that's that's really where I'm coming from. Okay. Anyway, he's a high level yes. possible Hall of Fame Terrific closer. Terrific He's on a Hall of Fame track, probably. Probably. <laughs> anyway, let's let's not argue about this. We're, he we've is, gone too long already. He is. But here's the problem with Craig Kimbrell is that you're definitely plan- paying for prior success. Oh, absolutely. He's 31. The, the, the and he's a max ball, effort guy. Fastball's declining. Uh, his his curveball or his uh, his strikeout rate's gone down. His walk rate's gone up. Like all bad signs. Was not good in the postseason last year. It just feels like he's starting to hit his wall. And giving him anything more than three years terrifies me. I agree I, with that. I don't. I listen. I'm good with Craig. I'm good with David Robertson and and Sir Anthony next year and Hector Neris. I'm, I'm yeah, fine with that. And, and I mean Pazos and Nicasio and like they've done a nice job of getting guys in here. Jose Alvarez. Jose Alvarez. Yeah, Nicasio is the one we haven't talked about enough. I like him as a pitcher. He's a good yeah, pitcher. his his underlying stats were way better than his overall yeah. stats. But regardless, I, I think they've done a nice job at the pen. Keiko is an interesting one. You and I have really. Really kind of done it about phase of 180 on Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, Kygo. well, I we think... We don't love him, but I think he makes so much sense right now for the situation they're in. They need another starter in our mind if they're really just going for it full on, which This is basically are. what we did with Arietta last year. Yeah. This is the same exact thing we did. Um, so, like, with Keiko, he's just... Listen, I think they need him from the standpoint that he is... I don't really care about the lefty thing, but they seem to like a lefty... He's going to eat 200-plus innings, and he's going to be pretty good at it. Like That's where he's at at this point in his career. He has postseason success. He's two years removed from a World Series ring. He's three years removed from a, a Cy, Cy Young. Young yeah. He's had good seasons two out of the last three, um, mixed in with bad season. Um, you don't really worry about the velocity because he's been around the same. It's not like he's having yeah. massive velo drops. He's not a velo guy. He just doesn't get by on velo. He gets by on deception. So, And, and here's the thing is that, like when we, the the difference between him and Arietta is that what we saw with Arietta was a steep cl- decline in strikeouts and ability to find the zone and velocity, which matters right. more for a guy like Arietta than for Keiko. And Keiko has been consistent. He's around the zone. He didn't lose like his location. He didn't start walking a lot of guys. Like he's just not unbelievable. He's yeah, a he's a he's very, and I and I just have this vision that he can be their fourth starter after they go get another starter. You know, next year. Or whatever. Like, like they go it. get a real number two. So you're talking Pavetta one, Pavetta Nola one, two. Got Nola it. two. Got it, got it, got but it. But then one more guy. Got it. I don't know where they're going to get him from, but that's where I'm at. So I just think he settles in nicely to the four or five in the rotation. If Dallas Keuchel is your fourth or fifth best starter, sign me up. Like, I'm fine with that. Um, he's not great. 
But I, I, I just think they need him at this point. I don't trust Velasquez and Eflin going into a season. I agree. As much as I love Nick Pavetta, I'm not going to bank on him Look, being we, unbelievable. We can all agree that, that Aaron Nola is the only Philly starter that we feel 100% confident in. And we love Nick Pavetta. We believe he's going to break out. But there's only one guy if on this staff right now who I feel 100% confident in. Well, Jake Arrieta pitched last year's on a torn, uh, a torn meniscus. Hey, you know, why not? I'll take it. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll take some hope there. Look, and f- that would make a major difference. I mean, for a pitcher, especially a guy like Arietta, whose legs are so important in everything he does. I mean, sure. He did have a five ERA after he He was it. much better in the first half. He legit was. So yeah, the, the FIP was never as good as the ERA, but well, yes. But also, you know, yeah, he had some bad defensive teams around him, too. You can give him a break yeah, here and there. I, look, for sure. I think there's a, a solid chance that Jake Arietta doesn't suck quite as much as he did last hey, year. Don't suck. <laughs> Don't suck. We're not asking much. For, for $30 million, don't suck this year. Right? I feel like it's a fair for ask. Sake. $25 million, don't suck. Please. All right. Please, for the love of God, cool. Jake. All right, what else you got? Uh, um, Odds and ends. Uh, all right, I guess we talk about... Uh, so, a doable... I guess he had the... the I think he'll be fine. Leg wrap, he'll be fine. Um, although, I was worried... Because like I started thinking about well, what if Adam Eaton gets hurt in in training or in spring training, and then that's go crazy? Because oh, I, mean, I was like, wait, I was like, why are you talking about Adam Eaton? No, right well, now? well, think about it. I mean, Aaron Boone went down, and the yeah, and but they're so stacked out there. They got Soto, they got Victor Robles coming up. Don't even need it, Bryce Harper. They do, they really don't actually from a youth perspective. They should keep Rendon, but um, well, I agree, and I, th- I look, I, it's one or the other. They're not keeping both, and I, again, I don't think they're in on Harper. But right. go ahead, right? So, uh, but I did get worried, like, well, a duel goes down, but like maybe someone else goes down and someone else jumps into the Harper sweepstakes, sure. which is, yeah. Mildly concerning, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I do have little birdies down in spring training, saying Nick Favetta looks sharp. Oh, breakout! He's, and he's working on his breakout, working on his changeup. So let's let's bring that home, Nikki. I could really use that. Do I mean, it that, for us, uh, Nick. Or do it, it for be, Jack Fritz and the guy who does the podcast. With. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be so good for the brand if you could uh, if you could just be a, a breakout starter next year. Um, that's where I'm at. I mean, oh. anything else going on? I'm. Uh, I've been watching some live abs. McCutcheon looks good. <laughs> Hazley looks good. Like Hazley, uh, it looks like he kind of changed his approach a little bit. And uh, the word I had yesterday was that he was. Squaring balls up, so uh, Hazley a little breakout season. Hopefully, Ochai can get, unlock some power. But from the video clip that I saw, it looked like his load was way better. I know it sounds weird, but that's just the term. Um, not load management. No, 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 not like not like our <laughs> our favorite sons, the Sixers. Shout out to Jason Ochart, our favorite. All right, I have one other thing. We have not, and I just think that we have not mentioned it enough in all the talk we've done about how this team has improved. I don't think we've talked enough about, and I just mentioned it with Arietta. How much better this team's going to be defensively to watch this season? I mean, Segura, McCutcheon, Harper, and Wright. Um, the addition of Real Muto behind the the plate. I think that that has been the. Have we forgotten that JT Real Muto's ours? <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like it's almost like you forget. But I, I, I think that in all the changes they made, we've talked a ton about how good this lineup is going to look, how offensively they're going to rake. This team is going to be so much better defensively. It's and going to be a pleasure to it's watch. It's going to be. Uh, it really. That's the way I feel. I feel like. Thank God. Thank God I don't have to talk about some freaking decision to throw to the wrong base or some muffed grounder or some whatever as much. Uh, I think that's something we haven't talked about enough. I just want to make sure we highlighted. They're going to be a much better defensive team this year. All right. And let me just say this. Like, I think, we, I think we've kind of underrated 
how unbelievable Sir Anthony is going to be this year. Ooh, like there was like the, the article in the Athletic this uh, today ran, and like, he just he basically ran out of gas. And I don't blame him. Of, I you would expect it. It's not surprising at all. He was in the he was in single A to start the season. What are we talking about? He was in single A, single A. How many times have you heard of a guy jump to single from single A to the majors and? Just be awesome, period. He's a Much d- less pitch a whole season. He was a awesome. double A for two weeks. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, so Sir Anthony now he's now he knows now he knows his role. He knows what he has to do. He's gonna be the fireman. And like when I think about Sir Anthony, ninety-five to ninety-eight with cut, a hammer slider, and a changeup that he's developing. Hammer slider. Like he is a dream. Also, also this year, Sir Anthony calling it right now. Calling it right now, Edgar Garcia. They were talking like, remember last year around this time mm-hmm. when they got to camp, everyone's like whispering, watch out for the Stranthian guy. They're going to oh, change yeah. him. That's how they're talking about Edgar Garcia. Matt Breen wrote about it. Yes. Um, some good, some good, uh, good knowledge out of you, Fritz. The Athletic wrote about it. Um, Edgar Garcia, ha- for as good as, as Stranthian slider is, Edgar Garcia's is better. But he doesn't have a, as good of a fastball. So that's the only difference. But he's going to be this year's Stranthian. All right. Our final thought is a, is a dual final thought here. <sighs> Write it. Right, <laughs> right. It. We're gonna have some fun with this. We yeah. gotta figure it out. But we wanna, we wanna single handedly bring back CVP South. Yes. And we, the, wanna, we wanna get down there. The write it thing was so, it was so fake tough guy. Write it. It was so cute by Max Scherzer. Write the story, man. Yeah, Max. Sure, you're going Max, huh? It was sure. It had Ooh. to have been Scherzer. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense. I mean, for fighting in the dugout, all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Scherzer Scherzer's, makes so much sense. Scherzer was fighting Strasburg last year. Yeah, I can see this. I think it was Scherz. I love that. The dirty Scherz. The dirty um, chairs. Um, so what we're, we're trying to figure out, we want to take a, we want to find a way to get a bus to CBP South, and like. So first and foremost, let us know if you'd be interested in that. Like hit us up yes. on Twitter, or whatever. Let so we even know to to don't even put the you know start the train moving if it's not going to go anywhere type of thing. You so, take a train. Well, you, yeah, <laughs> or bus, whatever we want to do here. But we would love to do something like this if people would be interested. Head down to DC, have a little fun with Bryce Harper's former team. On Bryce Harper's new team, and I, the the way I worded it to James when I called him and left a message was that I want Bryce Harper to know how much we love him, and I think if we went down there and a bunch of Phillies fans like were mocking the right it thing, right and then and something. then and then Bryce hits a walk off home oh. run, yeah, right it, it right it, yeah. So we're we're trying to figure that out. If you would like to go. Yeah, just just let us know. Just I think us know. I think it'd be a lot of fun. And I hope spot on Twitter. Yes. So uh, write it. It would be hilarious and it would show Bryce how much we truly, truly love him. We really do, Bryce. We love you. Yes. Hopefully, look. Hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully Monday. Hopefully Tuesday. One of these days. We might have back to back. One of these days we will be emergency potting about you, Bryce, and we can't wait. So uh, before we do the Bryce Harbor emergency podcast, because yes. I feel like we're gonna do one before our next podcast, I'm gonna work this in now. Um, so I started doing my draft research. Oh, bro! And I watched the oh, whole. Oh, brother! I watched the whole 2018 Perfect oh, Game God. showcase. Listen, man, there are just so many arms that I want <laughs> that I want the Phillies to get their hands on. I wonder if IOPS listeners know that like this is the jump the shark point in the podcast. Whenever Jack brings up draft prospects, it's like, all right, I'm out. I'm done. Thanks for the podcast, fellas. Let me just say something. <laughs> Let me just say one thing. I'm just saying one thing. Is that. The Phillies have basically they've built their farm system of pitching by finding hidden gems, right? Like Sixto Sanchez, $35,000. Medina, less than that. Uh, drafting guys in like the ninth through 12th rounds and drafting those kind of arms. I'm just saying, 
Can you just take a guy with draft a, a freaking pitcher in the first draft round? Draft a guy with a just special draft a pitcher in the first round. Like why? Why is this such a hard thing to do? You're so good at developing pitchers. Take a Daniel Espino. Take a Matt Thompson. Like take these legit arms. I'll All stop these talking. guys that no one has ever heard of. Yet. I don't care. They have the people out there have to know about Daniel Espino and his 98 sitting fastball. And that right there <laughs> is the reason he's the guy that I do the podcast with. Yes. All right. For Fritz, I'm Seltzer. Uh, we all we want to do. We'll is talk, talk to you tomorrow. To you. Yeah, exactly. All we want to do is talk to you before next Thursday. So hopefully it'll we'll be. We'll talk cool. to you tomorrow. See you guys.